Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Full Circle. I am your host, Lika, and I am here to help you enjoy the moment as we dive deep into spirituality, business, leadership, and all things in between. I am so happy to have you back on this podcast, my loves. We are talking all things personal development and also random stories filled with life lessons. Remember that if you want to dive deeper into this work, I have online programs and private coaching available on my website. Check likaholyholistic.com. I hope you enjoy your episode. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to a new episode. You can lean back and enjoy today's episode because it's going to be so delicious for your heart. We're talking everything self-love, self-trust, receiving yourself, embracing who you are, and the true meaning of self-love for you, not for me, for you. We're going to connect with the deep, profound power of our hearts, and we're going to go diving deep and soaking into our own magnificence our own love in this episode and that is gonna be so freaking delicious let me tell you this so um today's episode i want to give you a little bit of a life update because i've been taking decisions and i've been doing different things at the moment and i really want to share it with you on the podcast in this very intimate setting. So imagine me at my desk, mostly with my eyes closed and my heart open. That's the intention for the podcast, is sharing with you everything that has been happening in my own life and the lessons that I'm learning out of, out of all of that. Because I think, I mean, I'm learning so much. I'm changing so much. And it feels so expensive. And you know me, when I have good things that I love, I cannot help but share it with you because I want you to feel good as well. So the more I grow and the more I transform myself, the more I'm inspired to share how I've done it so that hopefully my own journey can inspire your journey. That is obviously going to be so different than mine, but yeah, that's not the topic. So I just finished recording the most delicious affirmations for myself i called them self-love affirmations because my intention for this spring season you know we just had the spring equinox and a new season it was a new moon i'm about to start bleeding as well so all of this energy of renewal and the beginning of a new cycle is in the air for me and I was like, okay, this is a potent moment to place powerful intentions. What is it that I truly, truly desire at the moment? And what, I, what is it that I truly desire at the moment is self-love. And I've been talking about this subject for many years. It's at the core of everything else that I teach, right? Everything revolves around this idea that we deserve our own love and our own presence and that when we value ourselves we literally change our outer reality because most of the time 
or a limitation, any kind of limitation come from self-doubt or self-hate or pain or wounding and I would say the absence or the distortion of love. When I talk about love here, I don't mean just tiny little boring mediocre love. I'm not talking about romantic partnership. I'm not talking about, oh, I love chocolate. I'm talking about love. Like, I use love and God very interchangeably. So, again, this is love beyond what I have on my heart. It's like love, you know. And I believe that this precious love, this like vibrant energy that we have at the core of our hearts is also where we tap into our own divinity and with God that we think is outside of ourselves or whatever. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent here. I just recorded the most delicious affirmations for myself and you know how much I love to do that. I just love to do my own things. You know, I'm tired of following other people's visualizations, hypnosis, meditations, or affirmations. I'm like, I want my own. I think it's a lot more powerful. I also love to be supported by other people and not always listen to my own voice. But I do believe it's a billion times more powerful when I do it this way because my voice is literally unique. It's my medicine, it's the frequency that I have within that I express outside and my ears absorb it back inside. So I'm literally ingesting my own medicine. And that's why in my ebook, Get Your Shit Together and Thrive, when it comes to visualization, and I even made a YouTube video about that, about... Um, you know, a whole new way to do visualization, I invite you to create your own track. Because for me, when I did that, oh my God, it worked so beautifully. And so I knew I wanted to do my own affirmations for a while and I've done it with all of my goals for 2023. I created affirmations so that I can just play this track. But for this season of spring, as I want to focus on self-love and I'm going to go right into why and what happened and what I'm doing different now. But yeah, this is my focus. This is what I want to call in. This is what I want to bring more into my life. So I just recorded that for myself. Maybe, just maybe, I will share it openly onto my YouTube channel. So you can also, you know, if you want to feel supported and you don't want to go through the trouble of creating everything for yourself and you like to be guided by someone else maybe I share my own but it still feels a little vulnerable right now so I don't know we'll see you know I always share at the end I always share because I always push myself to open myself to be an open book and you know to stretch the edges of my comfort zone talking about comfort zone I've been changing a few things this week and I want to share it with you so I decided to cave in 
and it's so delicious. Like literally right now, it's just you and I, you know, it's like this little bubble. There is no, nothing, nothing, maybe a little bit of birds outside singing and sounds from the very quiet city, you know, around me. But that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's just you and me. I deleted every social media apps except for YouTube. But I've deleted TikTok and Instagram, even though I have my work, like I work on those apps. I was like, I'm out. I cleared my schedule for the week so that I didn't have to work. I decided to not reply to my phone anymore. So people are calling me and I'm just absent. Most people that are important enough, they, they know that I'm caving in. Okay, I informed them. Uh, I remember in um, human design when I got a reading one day and um, the woman said to me that I have those moments where I need to cave in and but I tend to forget to inform people around me. <laughs> so I informed whoever needed to be informed and I'm just enjoying it way too much. I thought it would be for a week, but now that I'm in it, I'm like, why would I ever want to go back to before? Because I was under a lot of pressure, self-imposed pressure of performing, literally performing everywhere in my life, in every areas of my life, performing at the gym, performing in my work, being a good daughter, a good friend. I've been, you know, meditating like a monk, whatever, doing my own personal development journey, just performing on every single aspect of my life. And instead, this week, I decided to give myself some rest. And as I shared in a previous podcast, I've learned, or a YouTube video, I think I shared it in a YouTube video. I shared it in both, actually. Um, and I don't know, maybe this podcast will be out before the YouTube video. Who knows? Whatever. I'm not even thinking about work right now. I just want to share my heart with you. It's kind of work because like the podcast is also like, you know, it's self-sponsored. <laughs> so this is kind of work, but I don't know. I love it. I just want to, again, I'm learning so many things and I want to share it with you because I hope it inspires you. Um, so I've been deciding to go on this self-discovery and exploration of myself of self-love and you may be thinking Lika what the fuck you're talking about self-love since forever and I'm like yeah and self-love is usually at the center of everything that I preach if you think about it even business which you will think it's so far away from self-love I truly profoundly believe that the best strategy you could ever have is to love yourself to take care of yourself, to listen to yourself, to connect with your intuition as a leader. You wanted to create a business for a reason. Those codes are being placed in you for a reason. I do believe that the best marketing strategy, if people see you shining, if people see you feeling so happy and, you know, being magnetic is loving yourself first if you don't love yourself it's going to be really hard to be magnetic magnetic in terms of like how people perceive you so how you can like have this online presence for example or 
this presence when you go um, to networking events, depending on the core of your business and what you do, obviously. Um, but also just the magnetism to attract to you and what you desire, to attract to you the clients and the kind of clients you want, to attract to you the kind of money you desire, the kind of relationships you want to experience, the kind of blessings you want in every single day. But self-love can be tricky. And I know something about that. So I'm also caving in because of burnout, decision fatigue, and just exhausting myself, trying to be everywhere at the same time and trying to be perfect and trying to be the best, which is great. And then it's until it's not anymore because it's too much. And I've... I've discovered that when I recorded a video yesterday for YouTube, I really felt like I wanted to share more openly and vulnerably, even though I feel like I'm doing it already since the day I started this podcast. I mean, I started this podcast, you guys. I was like brokenhearted and I was healing myself again with my own voice for the first time of my life because I've really unleashed and unlocked my voice as soon as I'm, my ex broke up with me. I remember being able to tell my ex everything I couldn't say for like above a year, above, like longer than a year we were together. And I remember when my partner, my former partner mentioned, like said, it's over, I'm leaving, how my voice, literally I felt it in my throat, everything unlocked and everything that I struggled to express and like I remember struggling to express myself in the world, but also struggling to express myself in this relationship. I was never really saying what I wanted to say. And I remember when my ex was gone for the day because I was working, you know, online. So at home and she would come back from work. And during the day, I had that moment on my own, doing my own little thing, working on my yoga business at the time. And... I would just, you know, do my, I had a coach and a mentor at the time. I was, you know, starting to really immerse myself in this um, self-development world. I mean, I was always in this world, but I was like, you know, participating in different courses and classes and working one-on-one with my coach. And I would journal for hours what I wanted to express. And then my ex will come home. And I would kind of say it because it's written in front of my eyes, right? I journaled about it. I know exactly what I want to say, but I couldn't say it. I've even shared that in a podcast with, I think it was um, the podcast where Mathilde interviewed me. I think I shared about that, about the power of uh, the intonation of our voice and how (laughs) when I share that, I shared that recently with my best friend and she made fun of me because she's like, oh my God, you're just so intense. Or with my sister. I think I had the talk with my sister. Because I'm like, you can say, you can talk to your partner with the baby voice. You can be saying like, oh, babe, I need your assurance. And that's what happened for us. We had very poor communication in our relationship. We also had different native uh, languages. So mine is French and my ex-partner was from Chile, so Spanish. And we were talking in English together. Uh, Not that is any of excuses because we're both like fluent in English, even though (laughs) 
as you can hear in this podcast, my English is far from being perfect, but I even think and dream in English. I mean, it comes very naturally, even though my grammar and my vocabulary is not perfect. My pronunciations are not perfect. But and, and it's the same for my ex. She's also very, very fluent in English. But still, it, it creates that sometimes a lot more misunderstanding because we're both using it's not even like as if I was with like um someone who um whose native language is English and we have just one you know it's like two steps we both use we both have different languages so it's three languages a mix of three languages is very interesting in terms of communication and that is not really an excuse to be honest because um I think I was always more skilled in communication not by birth or by default because I I grew up in a family where we don't really communicate and we don't know how to express emotions I don't even think my my grandparents and my parents they know what emotions are um I'm being a bit dramatic here but I'm not and so very poor communication um I my my ex had very terrible communication skills like she couldn't she couldn't talk she couldn't say anything and it was the same for myself a little bit less worth <laughs> worst let's say not worth worst see i told you the english whatever and we experienced a lot of like very fucked up things in our relationship and trying to navigate heavy emotions and wounding because I think we got together in a space where we really both needed we were coming both coming out of relationships before and we jumped into this one I think way too soon and we would have both really really needed to be on our own for a while Um, but you know life happens and I believe it was perfect and it made us grow so much but I remember when, especially when we were like, I remember, I'm trying to express something here. I just remember the dynamic of like, instead of saying that we were annoyed or hurt, we would say things a bit passive aggressive or even like aggressive aggressive. Like, what? Like, what would you say that? Or like, yeah, go, whatever. You know, something like that. You probably, you know that or you've seen that on, on actually this is an example we have a lot on the TV, on shows and the entertainment industry. We see that a lot. We don't really see a lot of conscious communication in TV or movies or films or, you know, TV shows or anything. Like, I don't really see a lot of examples of what it's like to communicate in a healthy way. Anyhow, we were um, trying to find solutions to communicate better and we came up with and when we see that the other person is replying like this, we ask like, hey, baby, do you need reassurance? You know, it was a, already a first step, you know, because we knew when we had deeper, calmer conversations that when we were starting to be acting like <laughs> tense and a bit aggressive towards the other person, it's usually because we were craving reassurance and we felt unsafe in the relationship. So we were like, OK, and also opening the door to ask for reassurance like hey baby I need reassurance but the way we were doing it was with the baby voice okay so that's what I'm talking about here it's like 
yeah you know like i really need reassurance like you know you you're shying away from what you're asking so you're using that baby voice it's a bit of the baby voice of like oh i love you so much you know that you will have for a cat or or even a partner i haven't had a partner in so long you guys like i don't know i don't talk like this i talk like this to my cats <laughs> um but how the baby voice can sometimes keep us away from the truth because there is truth in our intonation listen to this if i'm telling you yeah and yeah i need reassurance yeah i think i need reassurance or if i tell you babe i'm hurt and i really need reassurance right now that is a different vibration right here This is a different message, even though I said the exact same thing or almost the exact same thing. Um, when I said that to my sister, she was making fun of me. She was like, yeah, if you tell me with that like seriousness and this dramatic effect, like you're so dramatic. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> so, you know, also bringing some lightness into that. We can also say things with the baby voice like it's fine. It's fine to take things lightly. My point here is that there is a way that intonation, even the way we talk, can convey a message. I'm not sure I'm using the, the, the proper vocabulary here, but I hope you get what I mean. I don't know why I went onto this whole tangent, so let me try to come back to what I was initially saying. Self-love. Let's go back to self-love. Um, being extremely busy and burnout, out, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, it's spring. I want to dive deep into my self-love because I feel disconnected from myself. Even though I am every single day of my life immersed in this personal development world, always working on myself, meditating, journaling, thinking, like processing emotions, becoming a best version of myself, taking care of myself, eating healthy, stretching, doing all those things for my well-being and for myself and for my self-care, you would think. I felt disconnected from me. And I think part of the burnout, so overworking, pouring my heart, soul, sweat and tears into this business of mine, in order to create new processes and just, you know, creating content and just working on my business in order to grow this, this empire that I'm building was also a way to run away from myself. I think I've recorded an episode lately about addiction and how they have a power over us. And I had an IG live about this. If you want to um, go on my Instagram, it's called confidence and addiction and something like that. I don't do a lot of IG lives anymore, so you will find it. Um, that is what I'm referring to, where I realized that many times in my life I had addictions with cigarettes food, alcohol, weed, um, the screen, like my phone, um, 
relationships even like being addicted to a person or to living through a partnership or you know I've developed like I have a very addictive personality I don't want to limit myself and label myself like I think it's just like a pattern and it's something that comes with different intensities in my life but I have this like ugh, which makes me a very passionate passionate person as well and has like everything else in life both a curse and a blessing so with that being said I'm in that place right now where I was like okay I know that I'm running away I know that I'm numbing my pain and difficult uncomfortable emotions by working because I removed like I don't have my addictions with my cigarettes anymore I don't drink I don't you know destroy myself by eating binge eating anymore I don't party I don't have a partnership like there is nothing else except for my phone which is the reason why I also deleted everything because I was like I am more powerful than this I need to remember that I am powerful and that I don't want to give my power away to something external I think addictions are really that we give our power away to something and we think we are under the influence of under the you know we're in, in, in submission to submissive to this thing that has something over us you know and even though fighting addictions is a lot lot more complicated than that especially depending on what kind of addictions and you know the everything that happens in our brains etc etc that is so not the topic of today um there is this desire inside of me of being like I just want to remember my own power and I have power of that I have power over depression I have power over addiction I have I have power fucking hell Lika so um and I was like oh my god I am so running away from myself I am so numbing and and not wanting to face difficult emotions by overworking and so I decided I'm like okay I'm just gonna let it go not no one will die literally no one will die from me caving in for a week and I was like I'm just gonna you know go off socials no one can call me I'm just gonna meditate more really tried to be with myself because I felt a huge discomfort of being with myself just with myself and I found myself being constantly stimulated. You know, even if I go on a walk, I would listen to a podcast or a book. Or, you know, if I eat lunch, I would watch YouTube. Or I would always constantly be doing something. Even if it's doing something for myself. Like I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do my skincare. Or I'm going to massage myself. Or I'm going to do a hypnosis. Like even those things that are for my to support me and my health and my well-being I would I would feel like I have to I would put pressure on me to do those things and they they would just become more things to do and more reasons to just not be but do so with that I was like okay I am also very longing for connection and intimacy right now I'm very longing for this romantic partnership and that doesn't come from a place like of genuine love. It comes from a place of lack. Like I feel like I'm lacking something. 
And if you know parts of my story, um, I even started this podcast when I was brokenhearted. Oh, that's 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 where I started. Um, you know, so you know that I was in a in a deep dark place, and I've made promises to myself that I will never settle for less than what I really truly deeply desire. That I will never put myself and stay longer than I need to in a relationship that is not serving me. That I will stop looking for things outside of me to make me feel a certain way or to make me feel happy or whole or complete. This is really what I didn't even realize I was doing that. I didn't even fully had the awareness that I was looking for love outside of myself. But I had this huge breakthrough as I was sobbing in the shower, still healing and processes my breakup, very harsh breakup, uh, not done in beautiful, loving container. It was really, really um, traumatic. Um, and I was sobbing in the in the shower and I'm like, I'm going to marry myself. I'm just going to marry myself because I'm always looking for a partner to complete me. I don't feel whole. I feel like I'm lacking something all the time. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go on this journey of marrying myself, of understanding what self-love is. And it was extremely easy because, again, I was really caved in also at this moment of my life. I was at my parents' house, just like I am right now. So it's so funny. Full circle, my God. Um, I just, you know... Uh, my ex broke up, left. I had no friends around. I had, you know, I obviously couldn't work. I was like miserable. And I couldn't even like be in touch with people. I had maybe like four people close to me. I'm so grateful for those people during this, this breakup. And, and that's it. And I remember even my coaching clients. And I was also still teaching yoga at the time to private clients online and I remember I was just like they will come on the call and they will hold me crying for an hour or two or more I'm so profoundly grateful for those souls because I don't know how I would have done it without this kind of support because I was very isolated but I needed to because I didn't know it but I was starting this deep journey of self-love and really understanding what it is to love myself and to provide for myself and to self-source. Everything that I'm looking externally in someone or in a relationship, I need to be able to provide it for myself. And if you heard more recent podcasts, you know how I moved past that. I feel like it's something that is kind of granted and validated. You know, it's like, okay, I got this. I got myself. I've been on so many different um, rites of passage, of of passage, and initiations of like fasting for three days in order to build self trust because it's something that I wanted to do for so long. Of uh, you know, like I had many different things like that in order to really marry myself. Until I did marry myself, it was a beautiful ceremony. It was incredible. I cried so much. And I really recommend anyone, literally anyone that wants to deepen and don't just, you know, okay, disclaimer here. I don't want to say that I'm better than or whatever, but don't go on this just to do something cool for yourself. Go into marrying yourself 
like fucking seriously because that's the thing I've seen a lot of people being inspired by what I've done and they're like oh yeah I've been on that journey also of like you know finding myself and I'm gonna marry myself and it's kind of a cool thing to do but they don't take it as seriously as they would if it was with a partner you have to take it so fucking seriously like this is the wedding of your day of your life of your day of your life this is you're becoming the love of your life okay that has to be fucking serious and devotional and intentional not just like oh that's a cool thing I'm gonna do on a weekend I mean if you want to do that too that that's cool too that you know a little self-love ritual of marrying yourself and making vows to yourself is still beautiful no judgment here but my invitation is always to do things with deep deep intentionality to take time I took a year uh, before, you know, this moment and the shower and the moment I actually, maybe over a year, um, actually married myself. And it was my whole purpose, my whole focus every day was to move through my emotions and process and heal my heart and learn how to love myself truly and discover my body and the way I talk to myself and the way I treat myself, the way I make love to myself the way I work for myself, the way I prioritize my heart, all of those beautiful things. And then moving past that, once that was very solid inside of me, I was like, okay, wanting to provide everything from myself, the strong independent woman archetype, I'm done with it. Like I've wore this this costume for a while and that doesn't feel so good anymore. I'm glad I did because I didn't have the strength before to self-source. So, you know, wanting to be open for something externally to also provide and, and receive love and support from the outside was um, was not really honest, was not really, you know, it was just, again, I didn't feel complete and whole. So I needed to learn how to self-source, literally, to be with me, to love me. To fuck me the way I wanted to be fucked. To love me the way I wanted to be loved. To treat me. To talk to myself the way I want to be talked to. But once that was. And I went a little extreme with that. And I became super strong and independent. And like no one can get close to me. At some point it didn't feel good. And I wanted to soften and surrender. Lean more back into my feminine. Because I have. You know, I'm born in a feminine body with a womb and a pussy. And I think that is something, it's a blessing. And it means that I get to experience life as a woman. What it means for me to be a woman. And to really let myself be this feminine essence being that I am. I don't believe that every pussy owner is meant to be fully in their feminine essence and I do believe we need to have kind of a harmonious relationship between our inner feminine and inner masculine that's literally why I married myself is that sense of inner union of being able to hold myself provide for me take care and protect myself so my inner masculine that comes and merge with my feminine the parts of me that are creative and that are more surrendered and open and Kind of that inner union was at the center of my wedding because that's that's what it was. It was the union between both aspects of me and me being able to be a whole complete person. But then 
you know, as I'm as I'm sharing that, I person that's just a personal belief, okay? So you can agree or not, but that's a personal belief. I personally believe, and I I used to not think that way at all, but now I do strongly, and then I, it might change tomorrow. Who knows? Because I change my mind all the time. But I think about I think David Data actually talks about this in his books. Um, he said something, I think like 88, 85 or maybe 95% of women, like pussy havers, womb owners, are have more of a feminine essence in terms of feminine masculine qualities. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I have so many other podcasts about that. But in this day and age, if you're on this podcast, I'm sure you know what feminine and masculine energies are. And this notion of polarity, whatever, not the topic of today. So I wanted to go back to my feminine essence and, you know, open myself to surrender, step outside of the strong, independent woman that can provide everything and self-source because that became too rigid for my evolution. (sighs) But the thing is, along the way opening myself up to dating again having a crazy chaotic dating life um plus many other things like trauma sexual assault the crumbling of my reality of my safety and everything else just triggering my system so much that I could not go back to safety within myself and it was really difficult for me to access our self-love and that's why now this spring season for me is about self-love because I lost touch of that wedding me you know when I think back at that time I'm like I was so in love with me and I really didn't care about the external I really didn't need external validations I didn't need recognition I was seeing me maybe for the first time of my life but I was so dedicated for that and I lost touch of that which is also something natural and it's something I want to talk in this podcast too because I received a message from my cousin the other day and she was saying to me oh my god you're so confident and uh, you know in yourself and the way you look and the way you talk and blah, blah blah and she was like I wish I had that and I was telling her I was like it's not something you have once and then that's it and that's granted it's literally something you cultivate every single day and sometimes because life happens you won't be able to cultivate it in the way you actually want to cultivate it but it's making your way back to that and to yourself and your way back to love and maybe you feel like me, let me know um, on Instagram or um, anywhere else you want to stay in touch. But I will actually, I'm curious if you feel like me. I feel a bit shy around those notions of love. It's more difficult for me to talk about this than it is to talk about business and leadership and being strong and mindset reprogramming and science-based stuff this is very easy for me to talk about go-getter energy but every time I talk about love and emotions and hope 
and God and spirituality, I feel a bit naive or I feel a bit like people will see me being naive and not being intelligent and not being strong. Let me know if it's a common, um, I don't know if it's a limiting belief or just a pattern from, from childhood. Um, I, I really do know where it's coming from though. I just want to know if you also do feel that way. Um, but yes, so <laughs> um, that is my intention for spring is to go back, go back to love. And as I was recording those beautiful affirmations for myself, I was like, oh my God, I get to love me. Can you imagine that? I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you're someone with a great capacity for love. Maybe you even forgot that you had because life happened to you too. And you may be stuck right now and feeling uncomfortable and life is not, it's probably not perfect at the moment. Or maybe you're feeling so full of love and you experience firsthand this capacity of love that you're really capable of. But that's what I remembered for myself. It's like, I have this huge, immense heart. I love so deep. I love so intensively, intensely, you know, passionately. Not like in just in romance or, you know, just just my ability to love and feel and be connected to that vibration, to that energy. And like, I'm so willing to give it away. And now I get to soak myself in it, okay? To swim in the bliss of my own love. How poetic. <laughs> to direct this incredible force towards myself. And sometimes we forget. I did. You know, I say we and I'm talking big concepts. But I'm always talking from experience here. So it's just personal opinions and stuff, random stuff that are going through my brain, creative brain around the topics of self-development and law of attraction and manifesting our dreams and becoming better versions of ourselves and all that does. But yeah, I was just, you know, placing this deep intention within myself that I get to receive that incredible love that I'm able to give away. I am so able to give people so much love and care and kindness and compassion. And somehow, I don't really do it for myself anymore. I, I did and I, I tried to do and I tried to cultivate it. But I realized with overworking how I was not treating myself with the kind of love and respect that I deserve because I wouldn't burn out if I truly loved myself and honored myself and took care of myself like a sweet tender baby I think it also comes back to inner child healing and realizing that no matter how old we get we always have this inner child within always 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 forever and this part of ourselves get to be taken care of, get to be nurtured and nourished with the most pure, tender love. I have so many birds right now outside as I'm recording that. It's like so freaking cute. Like I have like 
big birds that are like yeah 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 like four four big birds and then I have like tiny little birds they're so cute anyway um you see the the feminine in action like being so like spread and chaotic everywhere and that's why this podcast is even called full circle it's because we go in spirals and we you know we flow with love and we flow with life um so i was i just wanted to create a more less structured episode for you today just wanted to let you in my heart what's going on inside and hopefully it's insightful for you too because i'm learning so much i'm learning that in order for me to feel that self-love okay i'm gonna read to you what i wrote in my notes today so I'm journaling all fucking day on a journal and on my computer. I'm also voice journaling, talking to myself. I'm just like in my cave, okay? Learning back, learning again how to fully, fully honor and love myself. So that I'm not talking to my best friends every day saying how sad I am to be single and how I know that this energy of longing for a relationship doesn't attract anything, but I don't know how to do Like that's the thing, you guys, okay? let's be real I've been fucking sad bitch around the fact that I'm single I've been also so aware that this is not how you attract a partner because I'm into this manifestation shit for so long and also just from my own experience in my own life and I know people will disagree with me okay um which I get I've I've heard other examples of people actively looking for love and finding love I've I've heard those examples but in my own personal life it's always when I didn't care like I didn't I was not looking for love I was not looking for partnership that I fell in love every time every single time it's when I felt so happy or mostly happy and especially just like really connected to myself very confident taking extremely good care of myself that's every time that's when I manifested partnerships And I know that when I'm in that needy energy of like, oh, I'm just so lonely and I just wish I had a boyfriend and I just wish I could just, you know, hug someone and be with someone and, you know, I'm trying to manifest the love of my life, my soulmate, my true love, my king, whatever it is, when I'm in that needy energy, I judge and criticize myself and feel so ashamed of myself because I think it's also this strong independent woman archetype that is coming in conflict with that because I'm like, no, I need to love myself and not need anyone, especially not a man, into my life. So first conflict and then second conflict is knowing that I'm way too needy, like it's so unattractive and that I'm just layering, um, you know, layers of, of, of shame and judgment and non-acceptance and like, doing feeling like I'm doing everything wrong which doesn't fucking cultivate self-love it's like really opposite to self-love and I got my best friends always remembering and reminding me hey wanting intimacy and connection is literally in your nature it's a basic human need it's a basic human need okay and 
they, they repeat that like almost every day I'm not joking because I'm always like I, sh I should not be like that so it's like I have a desire and that's everything I teach you guys I all the time whether it's on YouTube on my podcast on my Instagram everywhere where I share my message I'm telling you embrace your desires let yourself give yourself permission to desire what you desire and let it have it And I am not able to do that when it comes to love and partnership. I am not able to do that. I'm like, I don't want it to want that because wanting that doesn't bring it to you. And I think when I was younger, I also held a lot of judgment for people in my situation now. So oh, life is so humbling. But I remember it, when I was single, I was so fine being single. I was I was fine by myself. I I actually really loved moments with myself. I love, I need my alone time so much. And I've, I know how to give myself pleasure. I know how to give myself love and attention when I needed to. So I was fine being single my whole life. Like I've never understand, I never understood why people will feel sad to be single. Like I would have people and friends around like being like I am right now basically um being like oh like it's heavy on me to be single it's hard and I would like look at them and I would be like I don't get it like I genuinely didn't get it and now I fucking do because we are wired for connection and I feel like even when I was single before I also had this ability to connect so easily with people around me and having like always groups of group of friends Or even like connecting with strangers so easily every day. You know, I would walk everywhere and go on little adventures on my own. Always meeting new people, always connecting to new people. And being so open in my heart that I didn't need a partner. And that's also very attractive, you know. So, just saying. So then I got into this relationship that turned out not so good. Um... A breakup that really really hurt and touched my core wound of abandonment and I shut down my heart in order to protect what was left of me which was mostly nothing I really felt fucking miserable it was horrible and it was not just a breakup because it's a thing to grieve a person to grieve a relationship to grieve how things were and um To be honest, it was not even the most beautiful relationship. Like it was, it was a shitty relationship that I was grieving, grieving. But um, and and of course I had attachment and some form of love for my partner. I'm I'm never gonna deny that. But I don't feel like it was true love. I mean, I've I've experienced incredible love before that. So it was just interesting to me where I was, and I've opened up a lot about this. And I, I didn't thought I would go into that today, but I think I'm also wanting to be more transparent about my journey and not, because I feel like I've received a lot of comments from people and friends, not so much about friends because they're so close to me, but even if I don't talk to a friend for a long period of time or people on Instagram, they really think I have my shit together and... <laughs> And I do. I mean, I've, I've worked really hard on myself and I'm really proud of who I am and everything I've accomplished. And I have a lot of wisdom that I've, you know, gathered, especially in the last few years. And I know a lot and I'm good at what I do in coaching people. And I've created a business that I'm proud of and I'm proud of the woman that I am. And I've, yeah, again, I have a lot of wisdom when it comes to all those topics and 
a lot of love and you know I'm I'm grounded in myself I've done a lot of personal development work I you know I'm committed to this to this work but um, I still have doubts and insecurities and I mean even though I've grown so much and my life transformed in many aspects I'm still the same you know I'm just in that natural evolution so I want to share more with you more openly and vulnerably and really imperfectly not not when I'm outside of a situation and everything is good again but when I'm in it so that you can also relate because like you are also going through your own things and I think it's more real and it's human and it makes us feel connected even though it's through a platform and through me talking in my room right now and you maybe on, on in your car or on a walk listening to this podcast but I want to feel you and you want to feel me. We want to feel each other. That's the magic and the, the, the purity of, of being humans. And we connect when we're real, when we're authentic, when we can really tell our truth to each other. So that's why I want to infuse even more in the podcast. And as I shared and really coming full circle in the beginning of this podcast is... Um, I've, I've this the existence of this podcast was for you know all of those breakthroughs I was having and I just wanted to I was like this is actually interesting like I'm learning so much from this I, I if I can help even one one other person than me by sharing it like I'm gonna do it and the podcast have grown a lot has grown a lot since then but you know it it has always been at the core of this podcast and I want to deepen that even more as I'm opening even more and discovering deeper aspects of me and really, really opening and stretching my heart and my ability to be vulnerable and to be open and to embrace and accept myself. I want to give you access to that too through my own opening because I know that helps. So I was sharing all around let me gather my thoughts so we can move forward and actually I can read to you what I wanted to read to you but I wanted to give you context of where I'm at that has been extremely chaotic I realized that relationships and my desire to be in a romantic partnership plus judging and blaming myself for desiring so trying to be strong and independent and not need that and really self-love because at the end, that's still what I want. And I know this is how to get it. But this is not honest. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. I'm like a little like mad scientist in my head. I'm like, okay. So in order to manifest your soulmate, you need to really love yourself first. And to enjoy your own presence. Because yes, you can manifest a lot of relationships. Like I, you could manifest any relationship tomorrow. Mediocre relationships. I believe that in order to manifest like true love, husband material I'm talking, I'm talking like real fucking partnership that makes you grow. Maybe a forever person. I, I'm not sure I believe in forever persons, whatever, but um, true fucking epic love. I do believe that it takes a little longer in the universe to create that or to align yourself to that vibration, at least for me, in my experience, at least, because I'm, I'm coming from you know not that <laughs> the opposite of that so I'm like okay 
I need to love myself. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to love myself so that I get <laughs> the partnership that I want. So it's not, you know, it's directing the thing. I don't have the full detachment and letting go that you need in order to manifest anything in life. I don't have access to that. And, but now I'm like, okay, I embrace that is a basic human need to feel connected and to feel love that I've spent a lot of time single now that I've explored myself married myself explored those notions of self-love so much and I want to grow into a partnership right now I want to I have so much love to give I want to give that love I want to receive love I want to create that container with someone you know I'm 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 a lover for love you know I really love romantic partnerships I love to love I love people all their people's stories like I, I've, I'm a Libra I love love and we all I think I think we all love love but anyway don't I'm, I'm gonna talk in French now <laughs> um so being in that inner fight I mean you can see it even in my way of trying to be more structured and to um express you know you you, you can sense it because you're very intelligent obviously and you can sense this inner fight and blaming and judgment and this conflict this inner conflict inside of me and that creates a bit of suffering I'm not like in agony and pain even though sometimes I really cry to my friends like oh, I'm just so exhausted to do everything by myself running this business and taking care of myself and cooking my own food and doing everything, everything on my own. I do get dramatic like this. But it's... <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I do. And I love that about myself. I think I'm so funny. I'm so, I, I must be so entertaining to my friends, to be honest. Like, just the level of drama that I can bring just within my own self. You know, I don't, I don't talk about other people. I don't, I don't bring that kind of drama. But in inside, inside, the inner conflict is real, um, and we're loving it. Obviously, we're loving, loving, loving this um, human experience. So, I'm in that process of being like trying to embrace the fact that I want what I want to apply my own dame teachings to myself to be my own coach right here to follow my own online programs where I'm telling you to embrace embrace your desires to let your desires take space to be craving them crave them let yourself be because the more you resist something the more it persists right what you resist persists we know that we know that I'm you know rejecting an aspect of me when I'm like shaming a desire I think shaming a desire is like the worst thing we can do because it limits what we can actually receive I believe that and I'm doing this and that's the reason why I want to share it on the podcast that even if it's something that I'm talking about constantly things that I'm coaching people people are like spending their money they're you know paying me okay to support them with stuff like this and I'm still moving through my own stuff, which I think everyone is, literally everyone. And the reason why I'm so good at holding people through that is because I do have and had this experience so many times. But sometimes, I don't know, people get 
distorted ideas of you know someone that has a voice and share a personal lesson and they think that they have everything figured out and they put them on a pedestal so i just wanted to get that straight okay and i was at that point where now i'm like okay it brings suffering i don't want to suffer it's not like huge suffering and deep agony but it, it, it's that discomfort when I think about relating, when I think about this topic, I feel contracted. I don't feel great. So how do I get to go back to a state of equilibrium and calm and peace? And I can feel that sense of liberation in my body, in my cells, in my soul, in my heart, in my spirit. And I want to also guide you through that process while I'm experiencing it. So the thing that I've done is to be like, okay, right now, I don't really know how to self-love because I'm overworking myself. I'm getting exhausted, exhausted in creating, in working, in preparing my business for the next evolution, in... Um, working out and training really hard to regain strength in my muscles and to heal my body, heal my relationship with food, to heal my mental health. You know, I, a few months ago, I was at the lowest point ever. And, but I know all of that is a bit of a distraction. So I don't know how, but I'm going to go on this self-love again this journey again I'm going to cultivate that within myself so I'm going to spend more time with myself and I'm like okay what do I need to love myself first I need self-trust I need to be able to trust myself which is something that gets eroded in time when I don't do what I say I'm going to do let's say I'm like oh I really want to finish this online course that I've started and then I postpone it and postpone it and postpone it and I just like procrastinate on this for so long or I'm like oh there's this video YouTube video that I really want to record and then one week goes by two weeks three weeks my self-trust is damaged (laughs) because I say that I'm gonna do stuff and I don't do them I don't show up for myself I also need to trust myself and my self-trust gets eroded when I'm at the gym and there is this lady that has been really mean to me and I'm smiling to her and saying hi hello bonjour in French because she's French um even though like trying to please her trying to make her like me even though I don't even like her when I compromise myself because I want other people to life like me and be nice to me and I don't stand behind my truth and I don't protect myself I'm like I don't I can't trust me I also cannot trust me when I don't listen to my needs when I need some rest like I needed some fucking rest you guys and I was not listening I was pushing and forcing I was answering the phone when I didn't want to I was posting stuff on Instagram just to keep up I could not trust myself to listen to my needs So 
then I asked myself, how do I create trust? And I'm like, oh, first I need safety. So you see it, self-love, self-trust, and then safety. I need to create safety in my body, safety within, because for now I don't really feel safe because I don't trust myself. I don't feel safe and I don't feel safe for so many other reasons. I, my whole 2022, month after month, I experienced a huge trauma. There no one month without a trauma. So my nervous system is completely burned and I don't feel safe. My house got robbed. Um, I've experienced sexual assault, um, the death of a loved one, um, my, my business crashing down, um, a surgery, like <laughs> a lot of things where I didn't feel safe and I never had the time to recover and feel safe again. So I had to remove myself from that environment, come back to an environment I know is safe, the place I was born, to in order to have a little more safety, but I'm also rebuilding and recreating safety within. And so today I wrote down some stuff. I'm like, uh, how do I do it? How do I create safety within? Because I've done it many, many times before. It's just that I'm, you know, escaping out of all this traumatic period of my life and rebuilding a whole different version of me. So now how do I create safety? The first thing that I wrote is I don't compromise who I am for anybody. That's what I was mentioning. I do that sometimes where I'm craving connection and love and just human connection. I just love people and I love people to love me. <laughs> Um, and when people don't, it makes me feel insecure and it makes me feel sad because I'm like, I didn't do anything for this person not to like me. Like, you know, big people pleaser recovery here. Um, but sometimes I compromise who I am. And that's what I was saying. It's like me being nice to someone that has been mean to me just because I want to be the bigger person and just because I want this person to like me and to change without even asking myself do I even like this person this person definitely doesn't have the same values as me why would I want this person to like me anyway you know so not compromising who I am also sometimes I say stuff or I do stuff again to please people and so I compromise who I am my values what I believe like just the way I behave if I'm naturally with myself just so that somebody likes me and you know it's an ongoing process the second thing that I wrote is I stay true to myself no matter what in order to create safety within I need to stay true to myself and so I, I wrote I don't try to please people I don't even like you know um, some of my friendships a lot I think in romantic partnership, I was a bit more discerning. But in my friendships, if someone will like me, that would be enough. Like sometimes I don't even ask myself if I like the people back. <laughs> like I need to practice discernment here. Do I actually enjoy this person? Do I actually like this person? Because this person likes me doesn't mean I need to like them back either. And I wrote, I listen to myself, my feelings and my needs. So again, like that's how I create safety because I know it's safe to be within myself and that I can trust myself to protect myself. So it's having a sense of boundaries and not like walls that repel people so far away, but know that in 
any circumstances in life, I've got me, I've got myself, I have my own back. I can protect and take care of myself. That is what I'm working on. Self-trust, self-love, safety within. And I wanted to share it very openly that it's something that I feel like I've mastered and then I lost it and then I mastered it again and then I lost it again. It ebbs and flows. It comes and, and goes and it's, it's an ongoing journey. It will always, always be an ongoing journey. And I don't want you to believe, and I'm talking to my younger self, I'm not talking to you, because I know you're a lot more intelligent than I am. Um, I want to talk to my younger self and tell her that I don't want you to believe that someone has something that you haven't, that you, that you don't. <laughs> I don't want, okay, well, my younger self, like, would understand. <laughs> I don't want you to think that someone outside of you, someone that you see online and that you compare yourself to has something that you don't. You have access to everything you need and you are a lot more resourceful than you think and no one ever, ever, like no one, no one, really no one has fully their shit together. Even if they signed up for your online program, get your shit together and thrive. They do have their shit together more. <laughs> But not fully. Because no one ever have. So if you want to download your free ebook, you can go in the description of this podcast and download it completely for free. It will change your life. It will help you to have a structure to manifest your dreams and get what you desire. And it supports literally everything I've talked about. So if you feel any similarities with my journey, this is an amazing support. This is also what I turn to. Literally everything that is on this ebook is what I'm doing at the moment. Is getting really clear about what I desire. Creating and listening to my own visualization tracks. My own affirmations. To include the pleasure into my manifestation ritual to track my supportive and unsupportive habits so that I make sure that all of my habits are supportive of my highest self and who I'm trying to become and the areas of my life where I want to expand and grow into in this moment of my life. This is literally everything I do every day in this moment. So if you want to have also support, um, that is a great, great resource. But... Um, Yeah, that's what I would say to my younger self, except for the ebook, because my younger self hasn't created Get Your Shit Together and Thrive yet. But I will tell her that no one has their shit together, no one is perfect, and it's a continuous journey, which means that she's gonna experience failure in self love, even. But that she deserves to love herself, to get a, you know, it's like this big cake. Okay, imagine like, The immensity of your love, it's like the most delicious, oh my god, like literally imagine your favorite cake, like the most incredible flavors in the world, and you give it to everybody, and you don't even have a part, like a piece for yourself, you don't even have a piece of cake, eat your own damn cake, damn it, it's the most delicious cake in the fucking world, and you're not gonna be able to taste it just because everybody else, you're giving it away? Just save yourself 
a piece, if not the whole cake, for now. Because right now you really need sugar. You really need deliciousness in your life. So eat your own cake because your cake is infinite. Your cake is literally auto like it auto-regenerates itself. I don't know how to say that in English. But basically your cake, every time you eat a piece, it's like being again produced. You, you have your cake again. Does that make any sense? You know what I mean? Oh, you don't know. You obviously know. Okay. It's an infinite cake. It never, never finishes. So you get to have a part. You get to have a piece of your own love in the form of a cake. You know? That's what I would tell to my younger self. And to understand that the more I do that, the more I value and honor myself, life becomes just so much better. So much better. Like so much better. Because everything flows. If I've got me, I've got my own back. I love myself. I'm good. If I'm at peace and I'm calm, no matter what I do, no matter what happens, no matter how much like life is crumbling on the outside, if on the inside I'm good, I'm good. And most of the time, I still to this day, sometimes reach out for something external in order to make me feel better inside. And I'm thinking, oh, if only I get more structured in my business, if only I have this new team member that will solve all of my problems in my business, if only I get the true epic love that will fuck me open to God, if only I just, you know, have this group of friends around that I can go and have coffee with, because like right now I feel very lonely, like I would feel so fucking amazing. And then I cave in, I place my intentions, I do all the processes that I mentioned, I sit down with myself, I do what I love, and I love what I do, and I only do that. I only, like, I don't see this podcast as work, because I fucking love it. I'm just here, and it's not structured, and I haven't prepared it, and it's messy, and it's chaotic, and it's just me expressing, and you choose to be here, and I'm happy you're here, and I'm happy we're hanging out, but I'm not putting pressure, I'm I'm not editing the podcast, as you know, but I'm not, I'm not going to pressure myself to like post it, distribute it, create like a description. Like I'm not doing that because like I, I don't want to work. I don't want to do anything that I don't like. So I'm only doing what I love and I'm loving myself. And if I don't know what it looks like, I'm just questioning God. I'm just asking the universe to give me some guidance of like, how can I love myself? Or I'm writing how it's hard and challenging to love myself. But that, that's all I do. That's all I do right now. And when I do that, all the things that I think I want, they kind of fade away. I'm like, I'm, I'm good without having those things. Because what I do sometimes is that I use the lack of something to justify why I don't feel good. You know what I mean? It's like lately, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast too the other day. It's like, if only I had this amount of money, I will feel so different. I will feel so safe. And I will feel like all of my problems are fixed. If only I had a boyfriend. If only I had a group of friends close to me. If only I would have access to this spiritual event. Whatever that means. If only, like, I'm always looking for something external. I'm like, this is because I don't have that, that I feel like shit. 
And then I was like, okay, let's play. Let's play with my imagination. I'm like, okay, right here, right now, I have everything I desire. Like literally everything and more. Like more, like epic fucking life. And I'm like, no, I will still have a bad day. <laughs> I still will feel like shit. Because it's, it's, it's never really external. The external is just a reflection of what's going on inside. And that sounds so like, mm, you know, yogi, yogi thing. But it's so true. Life becomes so beautiful. So freaking beautiful. Like today, you know, it's, sometimes I do it with the weather too. Um, and I'm like, oh, it's raining outside. How can I be happy? Today it's super gray and it's raining and the weather is shit. I feel good. I feel good because I'm with you. I feel good because I've deepened my self-love. And even if it's not perfect, I'm deep down in this exploration. And I just recorded amazing affirmations for myself where I got to soak in my own blissful presence and my own love. And I'm good. I meditated this morning to calm my system, to feel at peace with me. That's all I need. Sometimes that's literally all we need. And it's a little bit tricky to access it sometimes. And we think we need something fancy, like the next yoga class or the next meditation, the next journaling prompt, the next mentor to hold us and guide us. And even though all of what I mentioned really helps, sometimes we just need us to show up for just you know all you need is you all you need is to direct all of this love even if it's hard to find sometimes to direct it towards yourself and suddenly everything becomes love around you too that's it my loves i hope you enjoyed this podcast i was just really hanging out with you it's very vulnerable but at the same time i wouldn't do any other way that's how I love to run my shit anyway. And that's why people love to work with me as well. So why would I change that? I love you so much. Wish you a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for being part of this expansion. I wish you so many blessings and miracles for today. And this is the end of another incredible episode. Thank you for your presence. I would absolutely love and appreciate if you could support the podcast by writing us a review or sharing it with a friend. Also, let's connect on Instagram and don't forget to visit the website for more in-depth coaching. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I send you all of my love. Mwah.